story with me Love who you want to be, who you are Learn these lessons and we'll go far It's story time Story time Story time with Mama G Hello everybody and welcome to Story Time with Mama G The podcast how are you all today, you lovely lot? I hope you are keeping well, and I hope you have all had an absolutely gorgeous week, wherever in the world you are. Now, if you are listening in the UK, then you will be aware that we have just started a national lockdown to try and beat coronavirus out of the country. Shoo, 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 go away. Go, go, leave, go, go. I don't want you here, coronavirus. Thank you. Um, well, it's not perfect timing, is it? I, I had been hoping that everything was, was uh, getting back to normal again. And it's almost Christmas. And I hope that this doesn't go on until Christmas. I'm going to assume that it won't, because that would be lovely, wouldn't it? Um, if you are in the UK and you are experiencing lockdown with me again, I just want to... Uh, send you lots of love. I hope if you're an adult that you're doing okay, you're being able to work from home, you're not feeling too stressed about the whole situation. I hope that if you are a young person listening, that you are keeping safe at school, um, you're looking after your grown-ups, you are looking after each other, and uh, you're washing your hands for 20 seconds. Thoroughly. Now, you can, of course, wash your hands too. Happy birthday. You have to sing it twice, though. So what I'd recommend is that you wash your hands to my theme song, which is the perfect length for hand washing. And in fact, if you go to my YouTube channel, you will find a, a little video where I also demonstrate how to wash your hands. And whilst we're talking about YouTube, don't forget you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for at... Namaji stories across all three social media platforms. Please uh, like the pages, follow, subscribe, do whatever you need to do, and uh, tell people that I am doing this. Well, I think it's time for a story, don't you? And this story is called Flamingo Flowers, and uh, it actually bizarrely came to me in a dream a very 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 quick dream I've never had a story come to me in this form before um, and I wrote it that morning I got and it, it only took me a few hours to write it it's a lovely story uh, it was a lovely dream as well because uh, I love flamingos and I hope you do too I'll see you on the other side of flamingos is called a flamboyance. And for some flamingos, that's enough. They think that their bright pink feathers and their elegant beaks and their weird but wonderful ability to stand on one leg is all that they need. They see no reason to be more flamboyant 
than they already are. And then there's Flame, the flamingo. Flame wasn't really called Flame. Flame was really called Derek. But the name Derek had never really suited Flame. And besides, Derek the flamingo hardly rolls off the tongue. And just like his fiery namesake, Flame was bright, warm and sparky. If you were looking at a flamboyance of flamingos, you'd spot Flame immediately. Because just like Sandy Tom, he likes to wear flowers in his hair. Of course, he's not a punk rocker like she claimed to be. He could be a punk rocker. He would probably like to be a punk rocker. But he's a flamingo. He doesn't know what punk rock is. There's only one singer he's at all familiar with, actually. And we can all guess who that is. It's pink. <laughs> because flamingos are pink. No? <laughs> Never mind. Flame had been wearing flowers in his hair since he was a little chicklet. He remembers seeing a little girl come into the park where he lives. She had a hairband on that was covered in roses. He watched her skip along the path, holding her mum's hand, laughing. She may have even thrown some seeds in his direction. He doesn't know. He was looking at the hairband. He thought, that little girl is the happiest person I have ever seen. I think I would be that happy if I wore flowers in my hair. So, he stomped off, searching for roses. When he found some, he cut them off with his beak and arranged a couple in his feathers. Well, when he got back to the pond, he felt like he must be the happiest flamingo alive. He had never felt better. Some of the other flamingos looked at him strangely. Some even laughed at him. But Flame really didn't mind. The roses completed him. He didn't have a care in the world. He was the most flamboyant flamingo, and nothing had ever felt so right. Every day, Flame would go back to the same rose bush and cut off a few fresh roses to replace the ones from the day before. But each day, he'd get a little more confident and take a few more than yesterday. And the more roses he wore in his feathers, the more fabulous he felt. Of course, there was a problem. Roses simply don't grow as fast as Flame was cutting them off to wear. After a few weeks, he had to move on to another rose bush, and then another, and then another. The park keeper thought he was going mad. He didn't understand what was happening. He couldn't plant roses quick enough. Each day, more and more were missing. He almost had the park on lockdown to try and solve the mystery. But it turns out, all he'd needed to do was ask the little girl with the roses in her hairband. As usual, Rosie We'll call her Rosie. It seems appropriate. As usual, Rosie was walking through the park with her mum when, 
To her delight, she spotted Flame, stomping back to join his flamboyance in the pond. Look! Look at the Mingo, Mummy! He's wearing flowers in its hair, just like me. And she ran and gave Flame a hug. Flame became a star attraction at the park. People from all over the place came to see Flame and his roses. And every day, as if by clockwork, he would get a hug from Rosie. Flame was delighted by the attention. He hadn't meant for it to happen, but he was happy knowing that his fashion made other people as happy as it made him. It really does make sense, he thought, that when someone is happy, they make the world happy too. And that is a lovely thought. And it is true. But of course, not everyone can be happy all the time. Some flamingos can be shy. They like to just stand there and mind their own business. They didn't want all this attention from the humans. And some of the flamingos started to take it out on flame. Or, or Derek, as they now insisted on calling him. The ones that had laughed at him started to call him names. And the ones that had called him names started to peck at him. And the ones that had said nothing started to laugh at him. But he knew they couldn't live without him. So, he did a little experiment. One day, he got as many roses as he could find. He covered himself in them and curled up so he looked just like a rose bush. When people came to the park to see Flame, they couldn't find him. They looked all over, and then they left. They completely walked past all the other flamingos. Rosie's mum had to buy her an ice cream, she was so upset. And the park keeper looked on as no one enjoyed fresh lawns and trimmed bushes. That night, still in hiding, Flame could hear the other flamingos saying what a boring day they'd had. And that they didn't realise how much joy Flame, well now they call him Flame of course, they hadn't realised how much joy Flame had brought to them. And they wished they'd appreciated who he was, rather than laughing at him. And then it went quiet. Flame peeked out of his hiding spot, but all the flamingos had gone. He hoped they hadn't left him. And then he heard the sound of dozens of stomping feet coming towards him. He looked up, and it was his flamboyance coming back. But they looked different. They all looked like him. They all had flowers in their hair, and when they saw him, they all rushed towards him and told him that even though they hadn't known it, Flame being Flame had made them the happiest they'd been. And nobody was happier than Flame when the next day he heard <laughs> Rosie's voice. Look! Mummy, look! More Mingo flowers! Mingo flowers everywhere! And Flame never regretted the day he first wore flowers in his hair.
so that was Flamingo Flowers by moi, Mama G. I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know what you think. Uh, you can tell me by finding me on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for at Mama G Stories. And I realized um, that you might be listening from somewhere else in the world altogether. Uh, I'm strangely popular in India, I am discovering, which is very exciting. If you are listening in India, please do say hello. I'd love to hear from you. And also, wherever you're listening from, be it uh, India, the US, the uh, Canada, Slovenia, Russia, Australia, France. I mean, I could list all the places that people listen to me. Uh, wherever you're listening from, I hope that you are also keeping well and safe. Um, I'm not sure what's happening with lockdowns around the world. I believe that if you're listening uh, from Singapore and New Zealand, you are especially lucky because you have been coronavirus free, I believe. Um, Singapore had a Pride Festival the other day because they've had no coronavirus cases for 200 days. So congratulations to Singapore. But wherever you are, I hope you are keeping well and safe. And you will probably be wanting to do some reading as well as listening. So I'm now going to recommend a book, or as we do call it, in the podcast world of Mama G, it's time for the Book of the Week. Now, I had the Book of the Week sent to me a, a little while ago by uh, the lovely people at Bloomsbury, which is a publishing house. Uh, they sent me this book, and they also sent me The World Made a Rainbow by Michelle Robinson, which is a rather wonderful book about lockdown. So as we're entering a second lockdown, it might be worth looking it up if you've not bought it on my recommendation yet. Um, but the book I'm going to talk about today is called The Girl and the Dinosaur, and it's by Holly Hughes and Sarah Massini. And I don't know why, but when I they sent me this book, I, I, I didn't really take it in but I, I've been looking at the cover and you shouldn't judge a book by its cover of course my darlings but this book has a beautiful cover and the girl and the dinosaur what a bewitching name so imagine my delight imagine darlings because I love the sea I do I love being by water so imagine my delight when the first page is at the seaside and we see uh, Marianne Who's, who's the girl of the title, digging a hole in the sand on her local beach. Now, I don't know where the story is set, but I, I'd like to hazard a guess. I think it's Hastings. Um, Holly or Sarah Hughes and Massini, if you are uh, listening to this podcast, if, if you could um, let me know that I'm right, that would be perfect. Um, so let me tell you about the story. It's about a girl called Marianne, who seems to have very few friends. But uh, she's out digging on the beach and she starts to discover some bones. And before too long, she has discovered a dinosaur skeleton, which is very exciting. But the sun is coming down, so she goes to bed. And when she gets into bed, she makes a wish and that is for the dinosaur bones to come to life. And they do. 
and Marianne and the dinosaur go on a rather beautiful adventure. Um, they go flying, which I wasn't expecting this particular dinosaur to do because it's not a flying dinosaur. Uh, I do I do recognise it as a dinosaur. Um, I want to say it's a Diplodocus. But I want to say that because I can remember the name Diplodocus and my knowledge of a Diplodocus is telling me that I'm wrong in the way I've identified this particular dinosaur. But it's one of those dinosaurs that have the very long necks. They're like giraffes, but reptilian. Anyway, they fly. They fly. And they go to a magical moonlit island where they find uh, lots of other children and dinosaurs playing. It's, it's a little bit like, um, I imagine, a nice version of where Pinocchio goes when they all become donkeys. Um, but this is a nice thing, of course. Everyone looks very happy in the pictures. And then she goes home, but she's made lots of wonderful friends. And this is a very, very magical book. I absolutely adore it. It's written in rhyme, which I always enjoy. The illustrations are gorgeous. And it's just such a, a wonderful idea. And I think that at the moment, especially with lockdown happening in places around the world, this book could be very helpful because it gives you a sense of freedom and a sense of adventure. And I think we can all benefit from that at the moment. And also another thing that I very much enjoy about it is it's got this beautiful fairy tale sense of wonder and magic about it. And I, I do love magic, my darling. And I love fairy tales as well. So please do go and find The Girl and the Dinosaur by Holly Hughes and Sarah Massini. And it's published by Bloomsbury. Now, I will, if you'd like to purchase your own copy, I will leave a link uh, to several reputable sites for you to do so. Uh, and both of these links, one is for hive.co.uk and one is for a new website that started this week called bookshop.org. And uh, by buying books through these websites, you are also able to support your local independent bookseller and they very much need your support at the moment because obviously they are not able to be open although I know from um, my friends at Pigeon Books in Southsea and Pickled Pepper Books uh, in um, Crouch End and Chicken and Frog which is in uh, Brentwood uh, that lots and lots of amazing bookshops are working really hard to make sure that you can still get books and uh, have your minds enriched and of course don't forget your local libraries are still working very hard as well to make sure that that your service isn't disrupted and that they're still there for you uh, so however you do it make sure you find the girl and the dinosaur by holly hughes and sarah massini and published by bloomsbury Well, here we are at the end of the podcast. Doesn't it come around quickly, my darlings? Uh, now, uh, let's uh, move on to any other business. Uh, we've got some uh, dates for your diaries. Uh, these are that. I am heading back online for some lockdown story time sessions as they went so well 
uh, at the start of the year when we well, when, when we had our first lockdown. Um, in the UK, we are locking down for basically the entirety of November. So every Sunday on November the 8th, November the 15th, November the 22nd and November the 29th at 6pm uh, Greenwich Mean Time on my Facebook page. I will be doing uh, story time sessions and arts and crafts. I've got some amazing books lined up courtesy of Anderson Press. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. So I am very, very, very excited for that. And then every Wednesday, uh, starting November the... Let me do some math quite quickly. November the 11th, November the 18th, and November the 25th. At 1pm Greenwich Mean Time, uh, I will be doing lockdown rhyme times. So there'll be sessions for younger children, preschoolers, shall we say, and babies and toddlers. Uh, we'll be looking at some beautiful stories. Again, uh, courtesy of Anderson Press. Uh, we'll be singing songs, having rhymes, and I'm hoping that I might be happy to have a few special guests for those sessions. Uh, but I haven't asked them yet, but it's in my mind. Uh, so lots of opportunities to see me online. And uh, we are still plowing on with um, live show plans for December. So don't forget, you can see me in pantomime at the Woodville in Gravesend in Rapunzel. You can get your tickets from woodville.co.uk. And my beautiful Eunice, the horse, is still being turned into a musical. And you can see that live on stage and potentially meet Santa as well. Uh, December the 19th to the 24th of the Stanley Halls, which is in South Norwood in London. And you can get tickets at stanleyhalls.org.uk slash box office. Uh, don't forget, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Please just search for at Memogy Stories and like, follow, subscribe, whatever you need to do. And please subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends to subscribe to the podcast and whatever app you listen in. If you could leave a review, leave some five stars, that would be perfect to help me uh, get the podcast out there and listened to by even more people. But for you, my loyal listeners, I say a very, very, very big thank you. Um, lots of love to you all. I hope you all have a smashing week. Ooh, I will see you next week, and I am going to go very soon, but I will tell you that from next week, I'm going to start serialising a children's novel that is in the public domain. So I'm thinking The Secret Garden or The Wind in the Willows or uh, other books of that ilk. Um, so watch out on my social media because at some point... I will do a poll to see what people would like me to read. Now, the reason I'm doing that is because uh, writing new stories every week does take a little bit of time. Sometimes just thinking time. And I'm about to get quite busy. So I don't think I'm going to have time to write too many more stories. But I am excited to read uh, a children's classic with all of you. So let me know what you would like me to read. Do feel free to get in touch with your suggestions and I can add them to the poll. But for now, this is Mamma G signing off. Over and out. Au revoir. That was for the French listeners. It's story time with Mamma G. Come and hear a story with me. Love who you want to be, who you are. Learn these lessons and we'll go far It's story time 
story time. Story time.